Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thanks for listening to today's show. I'm really excited to be back. Um, for those of you that are new to the podcast series, it's great to have you. I'd love for you to subscribe, certainly. And even more, please give me a positive rating on iTunes. It helps spread the word. We're building a movement of motivated and concise communicators. So thanks for joining us. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. I'm the founder and managing director of The Brief Lab, where we help leaders and their organizations master concise communication. The point of this podcast and others is pretty straightforward. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. The impact of brevity affects not only how you explain yourself, your plans, your strategies, your bright ideas, but also how you build your career and succeed when others around you struggle to be concise, to get to the point. So today's show, it's exciting to, to start to think about, let's step back a little bit and look at this issue of brevity. And it's, let's start talking about why do people struggle with getting to the point? Why is this hard for people? Now, if you've read the book, you'll know that I've got a, a small section called The Seven Capital Sins of Brevity. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Those are at, done, that list is, is to start getting people to think about what really is at the root of, of my long-windedness and what is the cause of the confusion that I might sow, I'd sow to people or where I'm, I'm not really being effective and efficient. What's happening? So before I get into that list, I just want to tell you a couple things. One is, um, when I wrote that, I used that as a moment of self-reflection. And I, there's something that I always say about when it comes to the things that are talked about in the book and discussed in the book is that these are areas that you can always get better at, myself included. So there's nobody's, nobody's immune from this. This is an area where you can always be better. You can always be more clear. You could always be more concise. So I use this moment as kind of look, look, introspection, looking at myself and what some of the issues that I struggle with. And that's where the list came from. It wasn't me just, just looking at other people. It was looking at myself as well. Um, if I had to kind of sum up in, in one explanation, singular explanation, why people struggle with this, I would say that it is because people are not convinced that the audiences that they communicate with are drowning in information. They're not really convinced that people can't focus. And when you look at that, um, there's a way of understanding this that I share in the courses that I lead, that we lead at the Brief Lab, and it's, it's the analogy is, imagine if I told you that the audiences that you were speaking to, communicating with, were slightly hard of hearing. When I ask that question, that prompting question, people, people, Kind of open their eyes and they're like, that's kind of interesting. And I ask, well, if that were true, that you were talking to people that were slightly hard of hearing, what would you do differently? And immediately I get, I get, I get strategies and plans. People say, well, let's talk a little bit slower. Maybe certainly talk a little bit louder. Don't scream. Um, they say maybe use visuals or pause more, let them process. Regardless of the specifics, there's, there's things that they would begin to do differently. Well, they would do those things differently because they're convinced that the audience can't hear that well. Well, the same is true of the day 
of our day and age. The world that we live in right now is drowning in information and people can't focus. Their attention spans right now are dropping like a rock. Just because they're sitting in a room in a meeting or in front of their computer reading an email doesn't mean they can focus. So we need to have concise communication as an adaptive strategy to hold their attention. That's the biggest reason they're not convinced that people struggle with this. And they do. People they, unanimously across the board, universally, have a difficult time paying attention, especially the longer things take to explain. So when we dive into this, I would use that as the primary over, some overarching reason why people struggle with this. Now, if I go through my list, and I've got a list of seven reasons, I call these the seven deadly sins. I'm sorry, the seven capital sins of brevity. Um, the quick, let's go through the list really quick and I'll comment on each one of them. Number one, cowardice. Number two, confidence. Number three, callousness. Number four, comfort. Number five, confusion. Number six, complication. And number seven, carelessness. And if you look at a person yourself, chances are that one or more of those are present in you from time to time that make you struggle with this. Now let's go through the list a little bit. Now, cowardice, this really speaks about the courage that it takes to be clear. You know, I used to, I, I remember working with somebody who would always say, you know what I mean, and would never actually say anything because he lacked the courage to really be definitive. Right? It takes courage to stand out and make a stand, be clear. This is what I think. People are afraid. Fear is a big contributing factor. Second one, confidence. The affliction of expertise is what I call is what, what, what people's knowledge, the depth of knowledge on a topic is confused with because I know so much I can, I have the permission to talk about it forever. And again, your audience is drowning just because you're an expert on it. Something doesn't mean that you can go on and on. You have to make it in bite-sized pieces for people to consume. So that, that, that overconfidence gets in the, in, the, in the way often. The third is callousness. People just, um, they just they don't really care that it takes them a long time. They don't really think about the time that they're wasting or the amount of mental energy people have to exhaust in order to follow uh, their meandering path of their mind. They, they, don't, they don't really care. They're, they're insensitive to that. The fourth is comfort. The easiest way to understand this is once they get on a roll, they can't stop. They come into your office and they say, you have a minute, and they sit down. And then they're there for a half hour. They get comfortable. They just get on a roll. The fifth is confusion. Clear understanding leads to clear communication. In their mind, it's all jumbled. In words, it starts to get all jumbled. When it's presented, it's all jumbled. It's not organized. It's not synthesized. It's not summarized. It's still confusing to them. And they think the more that they talk about it, it'll become naturally confusing. That's not happening. It takes discipline to do that. So they're confused still. And as a side note, there's a time to speak things out loud, but you have to preface it with, I haven't thought this through and ask for permission from the audience to, to know that you're not really going to be clear and brainstorming and just talking out loud is, is a moment that it's okay to do it. Just as long as you ask for permission. Complication. Some people are just, you know, they look at the world as complex and the only way to explain it is through complexity. Where the exact opposite true. Yeah, the world is, com is complicated, complicated place. But our, our job is to simplify it. So they're just complicated. 
And the last is careless. They don't even think about it. It's not even on their mental radar. How hard it is for people to focus or how busy people are. They just think about themselves and they're just careless. They're just, they're, 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 they don't really worry about it. It's not even something that they're even aware of, generally speaking. Um, these are people who say like, oh, did I say that out loud? So these are seven things. I'm, I'm sure the list could be even longer, but in the spirit of brevity, I've kept it at seven. Um, let's go back to the beginning. When you think about these things, I, I, I'm firmly convinced that you cannot um, make communication, effective and efficient communication, a strength unless you recognize your weaknesses. And of this list of seven things, there are a few things for all of us, myself included, to always work on. But even when I'm doing these podcasts, I have a time limit for these things. I can't just go on and on. I mean, certainly it would it would be ironic if I had long podcasts on brevity. But that aside, I have to I have to make an effort to get better at it. I mean, every time I make a phone call, I, I when I hang up, I make it a point to look at it and say, could I have made that call shorter and better? And it's there's there's a constant self-reflection. So just food for thought. Why people struggle to be clear and concise. That wraps up today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you investing the time and more importantly, taking this to heart and making an effort to get better at it. This will help you and the world around you in so many ways. Just saying is a podcast meant for you and for sharing. So please help me spread the word that less is more. If you want more information on our programs at The Brief Lab, for teams and organizations, please go to our website at www.thebrieflab.com. You can also reach out to me directly via email at jmccormack at thebrieflab.com. I answer inquiries personally and really love hearing from listeners. Just saying. <laughs>